This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey Sports presents Big Time Baseball. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. It is the Midday Show. We'll get back to all your phone calls here on Juan Soto, Team Chemistry, and your reaction to the idea of the Phillies going after Juan Soto. I would trade Andrew Painter for him right now. And, of course, use clues. Another clue for you as you try to guess your way into the prize. But right now we go to the guest line, Tony Gwynn Jr., talk show host out in San Diego, and, of course, with the broadcast with the San Diego Padres. We're joined right now by Odyssey MLB insider Tony Gwynn Jr. Tony, how you doing today? Tony. I'm well, fellas. How are you guys? Pretty good, pretty good. So, so Tony, what's going on with your team out there, man? They did it so well last year, and they're kind of struggling this year. What's going on with those guys? Uh, it's been a, a myriad of different things, uh, but it's mainly been the offense that just hasn't lived up to the expectation. And, um, you know, for the large part of the year, they've gotten it going here in, in recent weeks, but uh, they, they have dug themselves a little bit of a hole. I mean, the worst team in the league with runners in scoring position, among the worst on um, fastballs in the zone. And, you know, in Major League Baseball, I, I know the game has changed a little bit, but it's still made on hitters being able to take advantage of the fastball. And Padres haven't been able to do it. Now, as I said, last couple of weeks they swung the bat better, but um, they're going to have to go on one of those crazy runs uh, in order to give themselves a chance. So, Tony, talk to us about Juan Soto. It's been a big topic um, here in Philadelphia. You know, the, the road back on the Phillies team plane, which was probably not a big deal, but we had some fun with that. John Heyman reporting, and John, obviously a guy you know, Tony, that the Phillies will be in play for Soto when he becomes a free agent after next season. And, and there's some speculation here that if the Padres do sell, that the Phillies, you know, might be interested to make an offer. A lot of teams will. But just talk to us about Soto. What have you noticed in watching him for the past year? Obviously one of the great young hitters of all time. Um, but it seems like there's been some ups and downs for him. What do you think of Soto after watching him day in, day out? Listen, I, I, I'm a big fan of Juan. Uh, he hasn't been the Juan Soto consistently that we saw in Washington, but this year has been the closest he's been to it. And, and, I, and I'm a firm believer that, you know, he'll eventually get back to that. And I think he'll do it before the end of the year. But, listen, I think the Padres are – in a in a in a good situation with with Juan, right? Because he's not a free agent until after the 2024 season. So you don't have to move him now. You could at earliest move him now, but you could also wait till next year's deadline uh, when you know the prizes might be a little bit better out there. And so um, I just think the Padres are in a, a win now window, and getting rid of Juan, even as bad as they struggled this year. Um, I think shortens that window. You want to keep it open as long as possible. And if you have his services available through next season, I think you should take advantage of it. it like, what, what kind of guy is Juan Soto? I mean, is he, you know, because you always hear about chemistry and, and things like that when it comes to baseball. Is he, a, is he a good guy in the locker room? He is. I mean, Juan's reserved. 
he's not um you know despite the 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 mindset you see in the batter's box I don't know that that necessarily is him in the clubhouse he's reserved um he's very mature for a, a guy his age uh, and I think honestly he'll adapt to whatever locker room he's in um this has been a a little bit of an experience experiment right because kind of pluck guys from different organizations, throw them in a pot. And, you know, that stuff takes time. And uh, we saw it take a little bit of time last year. It's taken a little bit of time this year. But uh, I, I do believe they're going to go on one of those runs. Now, have they dug themselves a deep enough hole where it's going to be tough to pull out? Maybe so. But uh, I think they're going to go on a run, and Juan's going to be a, a big part of that. He's, he's uh, for a 24-year-old guy. Uh, I think he he's very mature, and I think he'll handle it no matter where wherever he's at. Tony, we're talking about Tony Gwynn Jr. here. Tony, what's up with Juan's defense? I mean, his offensive numbers really since the day he got in the major leagues they speak for themselves. He's the highest on base percentage in all of baseball since he debuted. So we we know how good of an offensive player he is. We he, obviously you guys were here and the, the Padres were here this past weekend. Juan had uh, some adventures in left field. It, it feels to me like he's not played the outfield as well the last couple of years as he did when he first yeah. got to the big leagues. Um, I can't imagine at 24 he's ready to be a DH. I, mean, I, I think there's no. there's still athleticism there. What, what do you think is going on with him in the outfield? It, it's really just been a, a lack of consistency defensively. Like, you guys, you guys watched those games in Philly. He had a few there that um, either, you know, he dropped the fly ball, he didn't get to the fly ball down the left field line. Um, but it's not because he lacks effort or he lacks athleticism. I just think Sometimes it's just a, a lack of concentration, and, and that happens sometimes, especially with young guys who are as talented as he is offensively. But I think, listen, I, I think he's he's good enough and athletic enough to be a Gold Glover in those in in the corners and specifically left field. He's made some dazzling plays this year. You guys just kind of caught, caught him on a bad weekend there, where uh, he didn't look that great, but. It's been inconsistent. Um, I think overall he's been better this year than he was last year, but I agree. I don't think he's a guy that you need to turn into a DH right away. Besides, Philly's got enough of those guys anyway. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Tony, but it kind of sounds like like either you don't want to get rid of Juan Soto or you don't really think they're going to trade him. So w- which one is it? Um, I don't think they'll trade him. I don't want to get rid of him, and I don't think they'll trade him. I just think when you have a guy of his, his talent – I mean, the deal would have to blow A.J. Preller out the water, I think, because of the fact that he's still controllable for another season. It's, it's almost in the same realm as Otani, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talk that he might get moved, but it's, li- it's more likely than not that he won't, right, because uh, of the type of hole it's going to take to get a guy like that. So I kind of put Juan in that same category. I, I don't think he gets moved. We're talking to Tony Gwynn Jr. here, uh, part of the Padres broadcast and a talk show us out in San Diego. Tony, give us your thoughts on the Phillies after seeing them this past weekend and then just your, your overall thoughts on the team. It feels like deja vu to us, Tony. Last year yeah. it was similar. They started off really poorly, and then all of a sudden June hit, and they got on a magical run all the way through October. And they have the second-best record in baseball last six weeks. Only the Braves, who seem to never lose until the last couple days, uh, have been better than them. What do you think about this Phillies team? Yeah, man, I got the same. I got the same feeling in that building that I had in the playoffs. Like when it, Philly, it, for me, even going back to their run in the early 2000s, like when that team is good and and they're behind and they start to make a run, and you're in that building, you can almost feel like 
you can almost literally feel the momentum turning. And that's kind of what I felt watching the games over the weekend. And um, I think they're, they're probably more poised this year than they were last year because all of those guys now have been through that long run. They know what it takes. I think Bryce is about to get, out, get going on fire. Um, and, you know, if you can add another piece in there, right, to, to supplement, you know, uh, losing, losing Hopkins, I mean, those are the type of guys uh, that carried them. And so I think Stott is, is a way better player this year than he was last year. I think it's going to boil down to their pitching. Are they going to get Wheeler back on track, uh, Nola back on, you know, the type of groove they were in last year? Because that was a big part of that run. If, if they do that, man, Phillies are going to be a team to deal with for sure. Tony, we look at the National League right now. It's the Braves, and then it's a lot of teams bunched up here. Do you think – like, give us, give us your thoughts on Atlanta when it comes to the postseason. Is this the team clearly to beat, or, or do you see a, a situation where it could be like last year? Because last year, Dodgers, 100-win team. Braves, 100-win team. Mets, and then obviously it was the Phillies and the Padres in the NLCS. What do you think about the Braves? Are they beatable, or do they look like the te- really the best team by far? I think everybody's beatable in the game of baseball, but uh, the Braves right now, I, I don't. There's, there's not a team better. Now, I do caution because you just brought up a really good point. In recent history, teams that have really just ran away with whatever division early um, and, and really haven't been challenged during the regular season tend to falter come postseason time. We watched it last year where the two bottom seeds end up getting to the National League Championship. The year before that, I believe you had the, the Giants and Dodgers uh, both at 100 wins. They get tossed early. Um, so I, I think there's something to be said about just rolling through the regular season, and then all of a sudden, you know, things the temperature gets turned up. Uh, it's not always easy to, to, to keep that momentum going. But that being said, right now there isn't a better team than, than the Braves. There's not a more complete team than the Braves. And uh, until we get to the playoffs, I don't expect much to change. Tony, last one for you here. You know, Juan Soto could be part of the trade sweepstakes. I tend to agree with you. They'll probably hold on to him. A guy that seems more and more by the day likely to be traded is Shohei Otani. Tony, I, I, w- I was reluctant to say it. I, wait, I waited till this year because I just I, – I, the best player I've ever watched was Barry Bonds. But after watching Otani do it again this year, I'm ready to say he's the best baseball player I've ever seen. Tony, you watched your dad. You played the game. Are you at the point now where, where Shohei is the best baseball player you've ever seen? Yes. And, and like yourself, I've been very reluctant, right? It, it, can, he, can he sustain it had been my question. But here we are with three years straight where he's done more than sustain it. He, he's, you know, it was there was the first year he was kind of middle of the pack in top ten type stuff, both pitching and offense. Now this guy's like at the top of the leaderboard in some of these offensive and pitching categories. And uh, his ability to, to go both ways and do it consistently, for me, has been the most impressive. And it's hard not – to me, it's pretty much impossible at this point to say he's not the best player we've ever seen. Now, you know, in terms of longevity, can he do this for a 10-year bid, a six-year bid? We're going to find out. Uh, it hasn't been done at this level ever. So – yeah, I think right now you'd be hard-pressed not to say he's the best player in the game and best player we've ever seen to this point. Yeah, and the, the sweepstakes apparently is on for an Otani trade. Uh, Tony, we appreciate you hopping on. 
Always enjoy talking to you, and uh, and, and obviously congrats with uh, all the work you're doing in San Diego. We'll, we'll be listening. Appreciate you. Thank you, fellas. Thank you. Good. There he goes. Tony Gwynn, Odyssey MLB Insider. Appreciate you.